Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It is your man, Jordan Reigns. We are back again. It has been a while, guys, since I've been in the studio. I apologize. The season is over. Fantasy football is not, though. Dynasty season's here. We got playoff fantasy football. Um, but today we're going to kick it for real. And we're going to talk about some IDP stuff. Uh, I'm going to break down some of the highlights from the season. It's not going to be a deep dive. That'll come soon. But I do want to you know, get you guys caught up on some of the things that we've been getting done behind the scenes as well as the season writ large. This won't be a long show, but um, I missed you guys, so I wanted to hit you up. So uh, let's let's get to it. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. y'all before we get going um like i see fantasy football is not over if you want to keep playing fantasy football playoff fantasy is a, the place to be underdog is a place to play i've been doing a lot of underdog drafts you guys have heard me talk about it all season you know there's a link in the description right now they have a hundred dollar deposit match if it's your first time depositing so you can get 200 bucks to go in on some playoff drafts a hundred of it being free um that'll do you that'll get you quite a few drafts at five dollars a pop for the mitten tournaments etc so and it's something you're going to want to do this off season too best ball is a growing format uh keep people sharp so join us on underdog do that uh, other things i wanted to cover with you guys quickly have been working behind the scenes on the index uh, i had some requests for some various little tweaks to it as well as inputting this year's data have already been working on that now that we have the full slate of games through the season uh, quickly wanted to congratulate my man TJ Watt. Guys, 22 and a half sacks, tying Michael Strahan for the NFL league record. They had they called back two or three sacks off of him. Um, we all know the season he's had. We all know how hard I've stand for TJ Watt. It was a good season. And uh it wasn't perfect, but he he came through again. IDP fantasy came through again for the Steelers. Steelers are going to the playoffs. Um, he was once again the highest scoring IDP player in fantasy football. Um, you know, and he did it at the defensive line position. He did it missing games. Uh, so kudos to him. B- big season for him. Um, all right. So I'll tell you guys some of the some of the announcements. Um, one, we are going to be changing up how the Discord works soon. Right now, to get on the Discord, you have to have essentially uh, joined at least one tier of the Patreon for at least a month. We're going to change it up to where we're going to make like the general channel, maybe one other channel or two available to the mass public. Um, but we're gonna, we're gonna change it up a little bit to where the Patreons and the people that have been with us for a while, they're going to get some extra perks in there. Um, we're going to continue to grow that community on our discord server. It's not a lot of people, you know, it's not 7,000 or 10,000 or, you know, a thousand even, you know, there's a hundred, a little over a hundred of us in there right now, but we we all love fantasy football uh, in all shapes and sizes. So come join us over there. I'll try to make sure I start including the link to our discord 
Um, if you haven't been able to find it, just reach out to me on Twitter. Um, yeah, we would love to see you in there talking to us and some of the guys. I don't want to bury the lead, so I'll just get into it. So you guys know, obviously, this last year, the feed has been kind of taken over by some other shows. You know, my my guys on the Offensive Points podcast, Billy doing the Dynasty Tailgate, me and my man Dave Kluge coming through sometimes with the underdogs. All of those shows are here to stay on this feed. Um, you know, I, IDP Army was my baby. That's kind of how I broke into the industry. That's still my my number one brand. But, uh, you know, fantasy football is more than one thing. To, you know, it's more it's not all things to all people, but it's definitely a lot of different things to different people. And we all play a variety of fantasy football. And I play all fantasy football, too. You know, and I, I want everyone to I want you to be able to come to this feed and find perspectives on fantasy football that you're not going to be able to find necessarily other places. Um, we're not all going to agree with each other all the time. Uh, we're not all going to have the same takes, the same fan bases, the same, you know, information because we're all unique people. But. I'm adding more guys to our rotation. Uh, you know, the semi-pro fantasy, uh, go follow us on Twitter over there. Semi-pro fantasy. That's kind of the parent brand for the IDP army. And we're trying to help and help grow and develop some, some creators this year. So I want to quickly let you guys know that we have Duchesne's coming on, uh, Alexander Duchesne's. He runs the terrestrial takes podcast. I don't know if you've heard it or not, but it is a really good show. Um, you know, I would say it's in a similar sort of vein to the offensive points guys, but a little bit, different vibe um but you know it's, it's football talk you know it's football talk from a fantasy football and a betting angle um you know you're gonna get different stuff unique stuff there from alex go check that out his first episode should be dropping after this episode of the idp army so keep a look out for that go follow him uh, there should be a link down in the description of this as well so you can get on with him and yeah it's just going to add more content to your rotation alex has played he's a deep you know he's a big idp guy number one that's always a huge plus for me but he plays all fantasy he even plays mma fantasy he's playing other sports and fantasy football than just fantasy football he's playing on multiple different platforms so we're, we're really adding a, a valuable asset here he's a funny guy too kind of a dry sense of humor you, you guys will love him okay um so you know give a, a warm round of applause for my man Duchesne's. what up bro thank you for joining us it's going to be a good season he is joining us on the semi-pro fantasy uh, podcast network here helping us grow and we're gonna help him grow um the other announcement is not done yet we got one more guy coming on this year and that is my man jeff milliner i hope i said that right jeff but that is the fantasy futurist okay if you're not following fantasy futures follow him at geek underscore mill on twitter he is going to be joining us soon making his debut on the feed uh with his podcast the fantasy futurist i love i love my man geek mill um great heart good person thoughtful guy and he's very and you know he's very he's he, he, you know i say all that don't let him fool you all right. He, he's out. He's out for blood when he plays fantasy football. And we had we had a couple of talks, you know, and this isn't something that just kind of popped up overnight either. Anybody who's known me for over a year or two has heard me talk about semi pro fantasy because I've been working on this for a while. The concept, getting the right people in place, um, refining my own skill set as a person to hopefully be able to run this ship or at least, you know, crash us into the rocks uh, so that we can burn and go up in flames and glory. Either way, I've been, you know, I'm trying to get us already. Um but uh, don't don't let it. He, he's a little unassuming, but he loves the game of fantasy football. I talked to him yesterday. We were talking about how, you know, it seems like a lot of people, especially in the the dynasty community, it's all very sterile right now. Everything's numbers based and the, the visceral emotions of fantasy football. Do yourself a favor. Go pop on the league. I don't know if it's on Hulu right now or if it, I think it's on Hulu right now. Maybe it's on Peacock. Go watch the first three episodes of the league. OK, 
that was fantasy football. That was what you were got in on. Okay. Personal people playing a game with history and, and, and feelings get in it. You know, this is a, uh, you know, we're competitive people by nature, but there's also a camaraderie and uh, a gamesmanship to it that we feel that, as you know, fantasy football and content and some of these, you know, mega, you know, media companies get bigger, your fantasy football content gets a little bit more watered down. And that's the same thing everybody else gets too. So we are really embracing and kind of taking fantasy football back to its roots. Um, you know, you don't have to love me. You don't have to love him. You don't have to love everybody on this feed, but there's somebody here for you on this feed with a fantasy football take that's going to help you win a championship. I, I promise you that if you stick around. So Go get my man, Geek Mill, a warm welcome. Join uh, him. We're retweeting his stuff at Semi-Pro Fantasy on Twitter. So uh, his first episode or first show should be on the feed later this week, maybe next week. Um, and pretty sure both these guys are also going to be helping or contributing to our YouTube channel as well, too. So, yeah, we're, we're out here. We're getting lit. We're playing fantasy football. We're drafting. We're talking about it, hopping our Discord. We are make creating leagues together. I mean, we're doing it all. You know, we love sports. We love with a passion, um, and we're here for you guys. So that's kind of what's been going on in the background. You know, also just getting some of the infrastructure in place for some of this stuff. Like, like I said, you know, it's not all just sitting down and talking about fantasy football. Unfortunately, uh, I wish I could just do that twenty four seven, and all this other stuff would just magically happen around me. But it doesn't work like that. So, um, all right, let's get. Let's get to the meat and potatoes. Let's talk a little bit of IDP fantasy football. Like I said, it's not going to be a long show today. Uh, before we go on with that, if you are on Spotify, they did add a rating system, so you can go give us five stars on Spotify or on iTunes. We would super duper 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 appreciate that. Um, leave us a review. Would appreciate that as well. All right. So I jotted down a few notes when I was kind of going through uh, and looking at the way the season kind of ended. Um, I'm not really going to. You know, I don't have anything necessarily like structurally planned out, but I want to talk through some of the leaderboards and some of the players that kind of showed up. So obviously brought up TJ Watt, another incredible season for him. I'm not going to keep banging that that horse. The number two player in sacks this season, do you know who it was? It was Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn had 18 and a half sacks this year. Wild, because if you've been with us on the IDP Army for a while, you know two years ago or last year, rather uh, I was pounding the drum for Robert Quinn when he went to Chicago after he had a great season with Cowboys uh, you know only 10 games that season he had 10 sacks was a little more productive even than Demarcus Lawrence that year who also had a great year this year but he hurt his ankle last year early now I remember that being significant because he never really played a lot of snaps um, you know his first year in Chicago there was just not a great team nothing was going right this year I noted and I even brought him up in like week three or four as a guy that might be on your waivers. Um, basically, he won you your league uh, or he was a league winner type player at the draft cost. Uh, if you've got him on waivers, 18 and a half sacks, 49 combined tackles, 17 tackles for a loss, four forced fumbles. Robert Quinn looked good this year. He was sharp this year. One of the better defensive players of the year. And he actually finished the season with a really good defensive player of the year odds. I think his odds were actually higher in sports books than Miles Garrett by the time the season was over. That's saying something from a guy who's playing on a putrid Chicago team. Um, other notes that I did have here, the Nick Bosa season kind of went under the radar, 15 and a half sacks, 21 tackles for loss, which ties TJ Watt for the league lead this year. Barely got any run in the media. Um, if you can, you're going to be able to get him at a discount. And I know that because I've already seen some sharp guys in some of my leagues making trades for Nick Bosa, and when I saw the trade, I kind of had to do a double take and say, I wish 
whoever had Bosa was letting it be known he was looking to get rid of him because I could offer you something a little better than that. Uh, other things I noticed, you know, again, I was, I've been working on the index, getting some more information in there. If you guys are not part of the index, join the Patreon, join the Black Ops tier. That's how you get access to the Ultimate IDP Index. But uh, I noticed Leonard Williams had a great 82 tackles this season. That kind of that, that stood out to me big time. Uh, now, granted, his, his solo to, to assist ratio was a little off. He had more assists than solos. But still, that's a massive number for a defensive line player. He ended up finishing the season as the defensive line player uh, 29 on the season. Now, if a little a few more of those would have been solos, he would have gone up quite a bit. Uh, but as it were, still a top 30 defensive line player from the interior. Um, and to get 82 tackles, that's a big number. Uh, another thing I wanted to point out, Demarcus Lawrence, you know, kind of a, a player that I've kind of eaten crow on last year, had a decent season, and he was – Played lights out this year. In in fact, he, he only played seven games, but in those seven games, he had 14 impact plays. And so remember, an impact play is a forced fumble, a pass deflection, a tackle for loss, uh, interception, or fumble recovery. I do not count sacks as impact plays for defensive line players because I think that that's kind of uh, uh, there's a certain level of sack production that's kind of baked in as a floor. And when I look at an impact play, I want it to be something that's not necessarily part of the baked-in baseline. You know, the, the splash plays, if you will, whatever you want to call them. But they're impact plays. They're the most meaningful plays, turnover opportunities, moving the chains backwards, or even uh, uh, stopping the offense from moving forwards. 14 impact plays in seven games. That's two a game. That's otherworldly numbers right there. Uh, that's otherworldly numbers to the tune of – like that might be, I have not done all my numbers for this season. That might be the highest impact play rate we had this season. Um, I know TJ Watt historically is like right around like 1.67, I believe, which he's one of the most efficient players in the league. If Marcus Lawrence is out there putting up two a game, just flat out, seven games divided by 14 is two. I mean, that's basic math. I mean, he, he was doing it. And that was, again, not counting his sacks. Only had three sacks, still came through with a halfway decent season this year for fantasy managers. When he was out there and healthy, you you, you played him, and you were happy about it. Uh, okay, this is a fun one. Jordan Brooks ended up leading the NFL this season. He was one of my guys in my sleeper uh, series I did right before the season started as a player. I said, you know, you might want to target him. Things are looking like, you know, he, he, he showed some, some things as a rookie, well, and he's in a, he's in a, on a team. Next to Bobby Wagner, where we know tackle production is, is abundant, because we kind of – we didn't know, no, but we kind of knew in the back of our minds that Seattle team was not going to be great offensively, and they were not. Uh, 184 tackles on the season for Jordan Brooks, 108 solos, 10 tackles for a loss, five pass deflections for the second-year player, first-round pick two years ago. Um, it's just – kind of wild honestly that he he ends up leading the league in solo tackles um so just i don't want i don't not like a shout out to us but shout out to us but shout out to jordan brooks um so again second year player he we're looking at a guy who suddenly is flying up flying up the dynasty rankings um as we speak i can almost hear the wind of him just shooting past me just rocketing into the sky so uh, keep an eye on Jordan Brooks. If somebody's trying to unload him, get all cutesy, cutesy or smarty, you know, if you can get him for a second round pick, I mean, I've seen a lot worse trades than that. You kind of know what you, and you know what you're going to get. Bobby Wagner, he's more or less done. Um, this is the future in Seattle at linebacker, and he just had the most solo tackles in the NFL as a second year player. Go get you some Jordan Brooks. Uh, this is a fun one. 
Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, a guy that a lot of people love to hate on. Didn't have his best season, per se, as a player. To one of those guys, guys are like, oh, he's a free safety. You know, he's better at real football than, than fantasy football. And that's, I mean, it can be true. Um, typically puts up around 75 tackles, 70, 75 tackles a season. Goes out this year, puts up 124 tackles. Now, I haven't looked uh, at exactly where he's lining up, etc. I know that he – I did notice early in the season, though, that just watching the Steelers play football, he seemed like he was up around the line of scrimmage more this year than I'd seen him in years past. That being said, he wasn't making the, the massive splash plays, the impact plays that he was – um, in years past, which kind of helped him stay afloat in IDP fantasy football. I believe, you know, I think last two years ago, he was a uh, defensive, he was top 24, top 25 defensive back. I usually have him ranked around 20, 25. Um, he's a guy I definitely want to get in my lineup every week because of the big playability. But now we're seeing him in this role where maybe he does put up some serious tackle numbers. That, that 124 tackles for defensive back is huge. I mean, that's huge. I know we got an extra game this season, but that is still a massive number. And that's a full-on almost 50-tackle uptick for Minka Fitzpatrick from last season. Big stuff, something to monitor there. If somebody in your league still hasn't caught on or if they're listening to the other guys that are saying that kind of stuff, you can make a, a move for Minka Fitzpatrick, you know. And, again, in Dynasty 2, for I just want to bring this up, you know, the last couple of years, a lot of guys were saying, sell Minka, get rid of Minka. People overvalue Minka, blah, blah, blah. Even at, you know, even at 70 tackles and 18, 19 impact plays, um, that's valuable. And that's the beginning of his career. I mean, we're talking about a second and third year player here who is already very IDP relevant, very fantasy football relevant. Now he goes out, has a season. Yeah, the impact plays go down a bit, but the tackles go up significantly, significantly. Again, I cannot stress this enough. Minka Fitzpatrick. Went from having um, his typical – well, here, I'll just look him up real quick in the index. Minka Fitzpatrick went from having his typical – Went from having his typical season where he puts about 70 tackles and, you know, 20 impact plays. Uh, goes out this year, only 12 impact plays but 124 tackles. You don't know what all these players are necessarily, especially young players. You know, there, there's 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 room for growth. There's room for upside. If you got a player like Minka Fitzpatrick on your team, you know, you're feeling good about it right now. I promise you. And if you traded him and thought you made off like a bandit with a third round pick, I mean, a hit's a hit, you know. Um, and if Minka Fitzpatrick's going to be fantasy relevant for years to come, and now we can see that he can do it in a high volume situation and in a high leverage situation, deep down the field making impact plays or up close to the line of scrimmage, that's what you want. We've seen all pro seasons out of him already. He's on a Steelers team that is loyal, so that means he should stick around for a while on the Steelers. They, they, they build around their guys there. Um, so I want to bring those things up. Those are kind of just some notes I jotted down quickly. Uh, I'll read a few I'll, a few other players that I was kind of shocked uh, the season they had. C.J. Mosley had the second most. Uh, solo tackles on the season, 104, but a very, very, very low impact play season for him. He only had uh, eight impact plays, two pass deflections, two forced fumbles, two sacks, and two tackles for loss. This dude had 168 combined tackles on the season, and only two of them were at or behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, that's 
curious. That's all I'll say about that. Not the CJ Mosley we expected. We got the points out of him. He is going to finish this season very high. Uh, linebacker, I believe. I have it over here on my board. He was linebacker six this year, 303 points on 1,014 snaps. Only managed to get two behind the line of scrimmage, though. Um, twenty At 29 years old, I mean, you didn't pay anything for him. You probably got him on the waivers this year, so you like that. But if you can get rid of him, he's a player that I'm definitely okay moving. If somebody's buying into the, the – the, let's put it this way. He's never going to have 168 tackles again. Um, that's kind of the nicest way I could put it. Devondre Campbell, great season, 102 total tackles. Foisted Olakun ended up leading the NFL with 192 combined tackles, his second top six linebacker season this year. Um, you know, we love Foisted Olakun around here. Love to see that for him. Uh, only 26 years old. I traded him away in a dynasty league, but I have him in at least two other leagues. Um, Great player, you know, can can kind of do it all. High tackle number, again, 192 this year, led the league in combined tackles, can be an impact player. Six uh, passes defended this year, three interceptions. Um, forced fumbles, only one, but he, had, I believe he had seven or eight forced fumbles in 2020. I'm going to double check that because I know it was a high, high, high number. Four, four, four forced fumbles, one this year. So good season for Ola Kuhn. Any other players here? Oh, I wanted to shout out Marcus Golden came through again with another double digit sack season was not getting a lot of starts. Only started five games this year for Arizona played all 16 still came through, joined the double digit sack club this season. Wanted to bring up Shaquille Barrett third season in a row finishing this year. He finishes DL 13. Actually, he was tied for DL 12 with Hassan Reddick at 220 points in IDP one, two, three scoring. That is the default scoring that Sleeper uses. Um, you know, it's funny. Both those guys are are players that, you know, a lot of guys in the fantasy community, IDP fantasy community, for what that's worth, said, pump the brakes. You know, I need to see it again. Well, I said it last year. I said it two years ago for Shaq Bear. If you wait around to see these things happen on somebody else's team, that means they're not happening on your team. This is the third season in a row. Shaq Barrett has been a top 12. Again, he tied for 12th. Top 12 defensive line player. I mean, he was the number one overall defensive line player three years ago, and you needed to see what. Sure, he regressed. He's still a defensive lineman one. And that's with some missed time this year. So definitely wanted to bring that up. Hassan Reddick, another player who a lot of people poo-pooed on. Oh, you know, he had five sacks in one game. Oh, he can't do it again. Oh, he's not that special. Bullshit, he's not special. 11 sacks this year, 68 combined tackles. And that's the one thing, because he comes from that linebacker background well, when he first was in Arizona, he isn't afraid to, to just go get the tackles. So he offers a very high floor at the edge because he does have that instinct, but he also is rushing the passer. 11 tackles or sacks, 12 tackles for loss, 68 combined tackles, another defensive line one season for Reddick. The haters are going to hate. <clears throat> and he did it in 16 games. And... Last player I want to bring up quickly, Harold Landry, another great player um, that, you know, finally got a little pub this year. I saw PFF was kind of on him early in the season, so a lot of guys decided to be on him. But he's been good for two or three years. You can go look at some of the posts. I think the first time I told people to buy Harold Landry in Dynasty was 2019. Back-to-back uh, -back top 10 defensive line seasons. Again, again, he is way undervalued because, you know, and could be drafted much later than he should have been because uh, he's not one of the big, big names. Um, 
and he was kind of poo-pooed on by the fantasy community writ large. So if you were in a sharp IDP league, a lot of those guys even didn't like him. Again, we're ro- we're rolling into his third, third, fourth season here of very, very, very fantasy relevant production. 74 combined tackles, 50 of those being solo, 22 quarterback hits, 14 tackles for loss. <clears throat> so let's see here. Are there anything else I wanted to bring up? Harrison Smith had a great bounce back year. I know a lot of people were a little bit disappointed with him last year. He ended up finishing the season as the number two defensive back. Um, don't think anybody saw that coming, but that's what you love to see. So, all right. I promise this wouldn't be a long show. This is only going on the podcast feed. I'm not going to bore the YouTube people with this one. Well, I mean, hopefully I'm not boring anybody with this, but I don't know. I just well, I want to get back to my roots. I just want to do a podcast. I don't want to do any of the graphic crap. I don't want to pull anything, you know, up on my screen, do all that production stuff. I just want to talk to the people, to the IDP army, to the semi-pro fantasy crew. All right. Thank you for sticking with us all season. Um, you know, we had a lot of growth. I had a lot of growth personally. There were bumps and bruises, obviously. You know, mistakes were made, obviously. Every single day I fuck up, okay? That's life. Other people do it too. The The, the trick is keep going, you know, and learn. Um, if you make a mistake once and you, you learn from it, that means you won't make it again later. So the road, theoretically, gets smoother the farther down it you go. <clears throat> At least that's what I tell myself. So uh, we appreciate you guys being here, sticking with us. We got cool, you know. The community is growing. We're always interactive. Billy's always talking. He's going to be putting out all kinds of crazy. He already is putting out all kinds of crazy stuff on the upcoming rookie class for the NFL draft. He and Joe, and I think Josh, I don't know if Josh, the OP guys, they're all going down to Mobile in a couple of weeks. They're going to be at the Senior Bowl. Boots on the ground, okay? That means there hasn't been a Senior Bowl where we didn't have boots on the ground because they didn't have a Senior Bowl last year, right? Did they skip senior bowl last year because of COVID? I'm pretty sure. And I was there the year right before COVID kicked off. Like we were there at the senior bowl, like three or four weeks later, COVID like kind of started slowly creeping into the United States. Um, So we have boots on the ground there. We're going to be getting interviews with players, offense and defense. Okay. Again, we are fantasy football. The iteration of what it is today, the platform you play on today should be sleeper, should be underdog. If it's not get there quickly, but, um, IDP, it's, it's coming. Defensive fantasy football. It's going to be a major thing across all, all platforms. And, you know, the right influencers just haven't made it cool, whatever, whatever, whatever. You guys have heard my spiel on this for a couple of years. It's coming, okay? Um, the, the number of people out there, the degenerate people spending their money to, to burning their money on betting and looking for the dopamine hits. I know who you are. I see you. I'm one of you, okay? I get it. You want more. And there's more out there. There's a whole other side of the football. You're actually watching it. Every every time you watch football, you're staring right at it. It's right in front of you, okay? Get in on that. Push your league to add some IDP players. Push your favorite betting and DFS platform to start developing stuff like that. They want to develop new products. Tell them that's where they can go. So we're back on our bullshit over here, all right? We appreciate you, IDP Army. I do you know, semi-pro fantasy crew. I don't think there's any other things I have to say. Um, I hope you all won some titles this season. I hope we helped you along. Uh, you know, again, I'm sorry I kind of abandoned you here for the last couple of weeks. Just had so much stuff going on in the background. On top of the fact that I, we, our busiest month at my job is almost always December. So, I mean, I was working some crazy hours. Um, so, and then playing fantasy football, you know. So, 
Join us on Underdog. Click the link in the description. I'm going to be drafting on there all week. Should have some videos up on the channel later with some kind of strategy for the playoff best ball stuff. Um, we love you guys. Appreciate you. I will see you all in the very near future. Go to the channel, subscribe. And that is it for me. I'm out. Thank you.